Wow, cut that wow, out. Man. Cut <laughs> that out. Oh, I hope JK cut that out. They say home is where the heart is, so I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to episode 50 of Doubly Negative. As always, but kind of different, I'm Chris, here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Optimistic. Here we go, big big 5-0. It's not only the 50th episode, but it is our one-year anniversary. Love that. It sounds small, but I feel like for a couple of guys doing a podcast, kind of big. It's big. It's big. Uh, And I mentioned this a couple times before. I had a couple podcasts previously. I never made it this far, and I don't think I. I don't think I even made it halfway. So a year is a is a big commitment, and especially for something like this. No, that's great. I I never would have expected this. I say. Yeah. um, Neither did I, and I'm sure a lot of people that listen to it weren't expecting it either so salute notice Cheers, i have buddy. a very spooky shot glass it's uh got the scream mask on it uh-huh. all right so we told you we're gonna get drunk this episode so here we go oh all right i'm a pussy with shots i'll tell you that right now and so are you i can see your face this is great yeah it's uh yeah i i don't take shots like i used to and uh this this looks like a high quality liquor but it's not it looks high quality but is the bottle plastic or glass (laughs) it's it's glass believe it or not (laughs) wow but uh but like uh so this is not interesting but in bali um i'm bored yeah daniels Daniels is like uh it's like 65 70 bucks for a bottle of jack daniels mine was 25 dollars yeah, there's uh, the, the import prices are huge. Um, this one is made in Indonesia, and Indonesia is not really known for their liquor production, uh, but it's like 15, 20 bucks. So, yeah. Well, gets the job done. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Yep. Um, so another new addition, we have a Zoom license now. So you are going to get video. Mm-hmm. This might This episode might go up on patreon only just because we are getting drunk and uh it could get sloppy we'll we'll see we'll see yeah we got to figure out what our plans are uh going forward for video it might make sense to do patreon only and then keep the audio off patreon so so maybe most of the people that are hearing this won't be able to see what we're doing uh unless you subscribe that might be our plan or we might figure something else out i don't know my thing is, we can work the YouTube algorithms a little bit. We can start taking clips, putting them on TikTok, and get real, real hip with it. Yeah. So now that we're on video, um, very self-conscious. So I want to point out a few things that I'm self-conscious about. Okay, here we go. All right. So this on my nose here. I can't even see it. Good. Um, I use nose strips now, right? Because it helps me breathe, and I genuinely sleep so much better. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm so well rested. And I can even tell when I get off brand nose strips, I've been working them out a little bit. Mm. Oh, that's a burp for the people who aren't listening. Jack Daniels one shot. I'm already fucking burping. Um, and you're supposed to like rinse your nose, like do like a little wash on the face. But sometimes I wake up so late in the morning to go to work, I rip it off. And the current brand that I use 
is um, it has the same adhesive on it that wall mounts have. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I got a little red on the nose. The Audacity recording looks like it's fucking up a little bit, but whatever, we'll just use the Zoom audio if this is fucking up, but I'll keep this just in case. Um, But yeah, second thing I'm a little self-conscious about, I got a zit on my lip right here, and I picked it off, and it came back with a vengeance. So I'm just going to air out the insecurities right away. Point them also, out. Don't worry about it, buddy. Yeah, but that's something I do is if I'm insecure about something, I point it out and make fun of it before anyone else can behind my back. It's like the stand-up comics where the first minute of their act is just like, hey, I'm fat, uh, I'm Indian, or whatever the fuck it is. Like They, they feel the need to say it themselves. Yeah, that, that's the whole idea of like owning your insecurities. You say it before somebody else can, right? But is it really owning it if I feel like I have to point it out? It's an attempt to own it. Whether you're successful or not is up to the observer yeah it's kind of like delia opens one of his stand-ups with i know i look like a tired eagle and then he like smiles and has a face on and he genuinely looks like a tired eagle he does yeah he does yeah um so 50 fucking episodes one whole year boom we've made a lot of progress and it took us a whole year and 50 episodes to finally get a zoom license and record video which we've been talking about probably since episode four a long time we've been talking about video. Yes. Yeah. I also want to point out that I didn't wear my contacts all day. And then I was like, I'm recording. We're going to be on video tonight. I can't wear my glasses. I got to put my contacts on. I did the same thing. Uh, normally, I wouldn't put my glasses on. But I mean, I mean, my contacts. But I did the same thing because we're recording. I also want to point out 11 p.m. where I am, noon where you are. So this is going to be a long day for you. I think my day is probably finished after this podcast, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you're just going right to bed. It is nice to see your face, though, because we've been having these conversations and there's been no face-to-face contact. It's just been literal recording. Every once in a while, we throw in like a, like, even if it was like a video, like FaceTime. But um, it's nice to see your face, Kyle. You too. Yeah. Um, so I guess we did say we were going to get drunk this episode. What are we waiting for? Yeah. So this is, um, Michelle's not going to be happy because, uh, usually when I drink hard alcohol, when I sleep, it just comes out through my pores and it smells like a distillery in our room. Yeah. That makes sense. That's That's one of the first things she pointed out. She's like, you're getting drunk tonight, huh? I was like, yeah. She goes, Mm. you're going to smell the room up so bad with your sweat. Women might have more sensitive senses of smell in general than men, huh? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but Tika does that too. Studies uh, have shown. I forget when it was or what I was drinking, but she was just like, you drank this. And I was like, yeah, that's correct. And then there was one time where I ate something and she's like, you ate that. Yep, you're right. Goddamn right. Um, Yeah, cheers. I feel like this one's not going to be as easy. Even though the first one wasn't easy, this one's going to be a little... Oh, God. Oh, God. You're not working with a chaser over there? I don't have any soda, so I'm just doing water. Ah, yeah. That's not ideal. No. Yeah, so we need a break before the next one. I can already feel it in my tummy. Yeah? Okay. Mm -hmm. That one was easier for me. 
I've been doing this, uh, uh, maybe Steve invented it. I don't know. We've been doing this since high school, but I'll do, um, uh, the, the double chase. I, I drink a little bit of soda first and then the shot and then a little bit of soda after. And, uh, yeah, I know it's very peculiar, but it, it works pretty well for me. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good move. I also want to point out the thing I just put in my mouth is not cocaine. It is Zin. It's a nicotine pouch. So Can you even see? I did it sneakily while you weren't looking. So we were actually having a discussion before um, we kicked off, and it had to do with my current lip situation here. And we had a little bit of a disagreement. You said everyone oh, yeah. has herpes. Yeah. And I said, I think the her- there's two different types of herpes you can have on your lip. That's the part I disagree with. And you mentioned HSV-1 and HSV-2. From my understanding, one of those is for your dick and one of those is for your lips. So dick I think- or genitalia or genitalia. All right. Sure, sure. Yeah, fine. But yeah, from my understanding, anyone who's ever had a cold sore or a, a, a sore on their lips, that is herpes. You have herpes and everybody does. It's okay. So I guess we have to Google it now to find out, right? I'll let you do the honors. You, you want me to Google herpes? All my yeah, targeted just, just, ads. Just Google HSV1 and HSV2 because I know the answer already and I want you to see it for yourself. Okay. I'm going to do it on my phone here. Hold on. My sleep I think is. HSV1 is the one for your lips. Um, and yeah, you got herpes, buddy. HSV1. The next thing is genital, unrecommended. Uh, okay. Herpes simplex virus 1 and 2, also known by their taxonomical names, human alpha herpes virus. Herpes, I'll try that again from the top. Alpha herpes virus 1 and human alpha herpes virus 2 are two members of the herpes virid family, a set of new viruses that produce viral infections. Ollie is going nuts right now. Ollie! I don't think anyone's here. Oh, is HSV-1 and STD? Although HSV-1 isn't technically an STD, you can potentially catch the virus through sex if you received oral sex from a person with HSV-1. There's a risk that the virus could make it to your body through their saliva when you acquire HSV-1 through oral sex, and it leads to genital herpes rather than cold sores. Oh, so that's kind of scary. Yeah, so if you if you got a if you got a partner and they got herpes in their lips, it is possible for it to transfer to your genitals. Apparently, okay. Well, I guess I had this all wrong. I guess I had this I all so. wrong. Well, yeah. So there, there's there's only one herpes in the lips, and it is the herpes. Oh, I thought like you could get it in a different. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not yeah. an expert. I'm no scientist. Scientist. Already messing up words, too. This is great. 14 minutes in. Can't keep it together. Yeah, and just for... Um, so, um, I got another one here. Herpes infections are common. 50 to 80% of American adults have oral herpes, HSV-1. So, you, you probably got it. Well, uh, this isn't a cold sore. This is it. I want to be clear. This is it. I've never had a cold sore. Okay, well, just in general, talking to the listeners, you probably got it. Yeah, you definitely, um, you, you've got herpes. And this is one of those things where, like, you know, the, the, the age-old thing where someone's like, oh, <laughs> I, got, I got crabs, but I got it from a toilet seat, right? Yeah. Well, this, 
yeah, you actually could get this from sharing a drink. So it doesn't mean, yeah. Let's break the stigma. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we didn't really have anything planned necessarily for this episode. Celebration. Celebration. That's all we plan on doing. Drinking together and celebrating. Having ourselves a time. I'm ready for another one if you are. <sighs> okay. In drinking. It's noon where you live. I remember in, at URI, we had this like uh, incoming freshman course. It was called like URI 101. And binge drinking was covered in the, the course. And it was defined as like having more than one drink per hour is binge drinking. And I remember me and all my friends were like, yeah, that's just drinking. Yeah. Who, who has one drink an hour or less? That, that's not drinking. I feel like it's more of a problem if you're timing out your drinks. Like, oh, been an hour. I can have another one. Time to go. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, That's a good point. who's the fucking psycho there? But according to the definition put out by URI, we are binge drinking, buddy. There's no one I'd rather binge drink with. Oh, I should probably hold it to the camera and not to actually you on the... I'll get used to it eventually. Oh, I'm going to do the water first. Mm. Oh, it was much better when I put the water first. I left a little bit of water in my mouth. I'll be fair. Exactly. Exactly. Call me a pussy fuck you. I don't care. Um, we were also talking about Love is Blind. I know that's kind oh, of a, a, a hard subject when we don't even know if our listeners have watched it, but it's it's interesting. It's a popular subject. This could be because I've been trying to get you to watch like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all of that for a while. And you haven't. And now this is something we're both watching. I finished. No big deal. Um, speaking of binging, I binged that. Well, not really. It took me like three or four nights, but it's done. Um, so do you want to give a quick rundown? I feel like you're a better synopsis giver than I. Uh, sure. If you're not aware of, if you're not familiar with Love is Blind, it's this, uh, they call it a social experiment, but it's the worst experiment I've ever seen in terms of whatever. And it's hosted um, by Nick Lachey, the guy from... Was it uh, LFO or 98 Degrees? Oh, I thought he was Backstreet Boys. No? No, that was Nick Carter. I don't fucking know. Know your boy bands, bro. Know your boy that bands, leads bro. Me, that leads me to one of my favorite moments of the first season when he first comes out. You remember what he says? You remember what he says? I'm Nick Lachey, obviously. No. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Goes, obviously, I'm Nick Lachey. And I was watching it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Obviously. I've never yeah. seen you before in my life. You I fucking asshole. He said that. I was like, what a cocky prick. I said that out what loud. What a fucking cocky prick. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. It's but like, it, dude, you are a one-hit wonder, I think. Maybe LFO or... See, I got to look up. What band was he in? LFO was like shots, 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 right? That's L-M-A, L-M-F-A-O. Oh. Holy shit. You were like 10 years late on that one. That was that's not, dude. What? Ninety eight degrees. You're right. You said LFO is the shot, 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 shots. Dude, I don't know what LFO is. That's the first uh, clip for the TikTok, by the way. LFO is the shot, 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 shots. Is <laughs> you know Yo, isn't LFO, LFO what people would draw, and it looks like a guy jerking off? You know what I'm talking about? Upside down, LAO. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Oh what God. does LFO stand for? Uh, light, fucking light, funky ones. No, I don't really. That's what it says. Oh, 
Summer Girls. She stops by for the summer. For the summer. Whatever, dude. So, anyway. Whatever. 38 million streams on Spotify, whatever. Whatever. LFO would be a fucking huge guest. (laughs) If we could pull LFO. I would... Yeah, I would talk to him. Yeah. So, Nick Lachey, (laughs) we know you're listening. Um... Welcome on anytime. We know you're listening. Sure. Um, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> love is blind. The whole idea is they want to test if love is blind. Is it all about attraction or not? So they take like a bunch of girls and a bunch of guys, maybe it's like 15 of each, and they have dates like any dating show, except the catch is they can't see each other. They sit in these pods with a wall separating them. They can't see each other at all, and they have these discussions um, they have a number of dates like this where they can't see each other. And then the goal is to get to propose and then get married in just a few weeks. I think they have like three or four weeks between these dates and getting married. And uh, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, depending on how uh, reverent you are of humans in general, they do. They talk to each other for a few hours and they say things like, I've never had a conversation this deep. Really? Are you serious? And and then they propose to each other and they get married in a few weeks after not seeing each other at all. That's that's what the show is. You know, the people signing up for this are the stupidest and craziest people on the planet. Yeah. And you see it come out after they propose and they're hanging out one on one. It's like, oh, this is why you signed up. It's a disaster, man. It's a disaster. And oh, I have so many things to talk about with this, but. One thing I want to address right away is the way they all seem to talk about society and dating and they all give their opinions on dating. They say, yeah, dating is so superficial these days. Uh, Speak for yourself. Yeah. Just because you date that way doesn't mean everyone dates that way. And the, the thing that I couldn't help but thinking after they have these honeymoons and everything and they, they find out that they're not perfect is like, you could have found a better chick on Tinder the first day. You could have signed up to Tinder and found a better chick than her. No problem. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and they say, like, okay, so the, the whole problem with um, the thing they're trying to solve is the initial attraction. They say, okay, well, uh, attraction is a barrier for real connection. But just because you can't see each other doesn't mean that's not happening. The same exact thing is happening. Just because you don't know the chick is hot and the guy is hot, you're still having that sexual attraction in those those neurochemicals that are making you into each other. They're still happening and they're still distorting your perception. It's still it's still a first perception uh, heightened attraction that dies eventually. And that's what I love when you see the honeymoon and afterwards is like, these people loved each other in the first couple of dates, and now they don't. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens anyway. The, the, the experiment proves nothing. And it's – I actually brought this up in therapy today because I was telling her how my wife and I were watching it. Yeah, she was like <laughs> – and then she got like a, like a look on her face, and I went, I don't think the experiment works. She goes, oh, thank God. I thought – she was like, I thought you were – she didn't say it, but she probably was like, I, I thought you were a moron for a few minutes. <laughs> But she was like, oh, God, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She's like, being in my line of work, I would absolutely hate that show. And I was like, you should watch it. And she said, uh, no, because I'd get too much anxiety watching that show. 
Man, and there's so many reasons it's stupid. And and one of the biggest ones that stood out to me, and maybe this is just personally, but um, one of the couples on their honeymoon, uh, the the girl kept waking the guy up in the middle of the night. No, 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 yeah, the the, the, the chick, uh, she set, she set three alarms on her phone for waking up. Do you remember, Natalie? Maybe I was dozing off when this happened or browsing okay. my phone. The first night of their honeymoon, well, the first morning, rather, he wakes up and he's complaining. He's like, your alarm went off three times. And she's like, oh, yeah, I always set alarms. You're on your honeymoon. Yeah. And she's setting – She that's just her routine. She sets alarms and then she snoozes. Okay, that is something that immediately disqualifies a woman from being my wife. Immediately. Yeah. But they had no time to test that out. Just like someone snoring or all these little idiosyncrasies that might possibly disqualify someone as your marriage partner. You just ignored them because you decided to get married in three days to someone you've never looked at. And how about the girl that got like super drunk the night before and couldn't go out the next night and then got pissed that the guy she she was with went out? She is a nightmare, dude. She is nuts. And this guy seems extremely rational. There are a few times where I'm like, all right, dude, I mean, you'll see it going on, but she is nuts. Yeah, and I'm watching it with Tika, my girlfriend, and uh, we we both called it in different ways. And she, she said, first of all, because in, in the pods, when they can't see each other, they're having these deep emotional conversations. To their credit, they, they were connecting, definitely. But it was all on their misery. They're saying, like, my parents were divorced, your parents were divorced. I was that when I was a kid. You're, you were, I mean, a lot like me and you, actually, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what our whole show is based on. <laughs> yeah. But... But their whole like they're both kind of melancholy people. Um, so so she was like they're just gonna they're just gonna make each other sadder. And the thing is, it actually seems like he's kind of a, an optimistic person. He's trying to 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 get past these things, but she's just stuck in it. And you can tell from every interaction they have. And it, no uh, no hate to her because I understand it. I'm this way too. But like she is just a negative person and she some part of her wants to be negative. And every time they talk, she's just driving negativity towards them, just bringing up everything negative. And no matter what he says, it makes it worse. It's like there, there is no pleasing this woman. Absolute nightmare. So I have a little bit of that in me myself. Not so much that I always yeah. bring negativity, but if I'm sad, I listen to sad music. I watch sad movies. Right. I like sad amplifying the sadness. Yeah, that's just what we do. That's all we do here. So um, I get a little bit of that. But like you said, you can't just carry that on to your personal relationships. That's a nightmare. And dude, how about the guy? I think his name is Shane. The, the bug-eyed guy that's like this. He's like the wannabe cool guy. Like he's like so badly Chris, wanted to be uh, cool. Stefano. He does kind of look like the Stefano. Looks like him so much. Didn't he's the Stefano... Like- didn't Stefano post like a picture like stop sending me this? I think he posted that on like his Instagram. Oh, did he? I don't know. I don't follow him. I just I, immediately I thought Chris Stefano. He's like, like stop sending me this. Stefano's way more handsome. That guy's a fucking idiot too. Dude, he seems like I someone had, that would be abusive. He seems like an I abusive had, guy. Maybe I, I don't know. He seems he seems rather positive in general, but I, I could see an angry side. Wait till you see him maybe. flip out. He flips out a couple times, and it's like, are you gonna throw a punch? Oh, I'm looking forward to that. But I had a – I'm, I'm sure this term already exists, but I'm coining it for the first time myself. I had a cringe-gasm. 
um, when do you remember when? So he's he's talking to two chicks. He likes two chicks, Natalie and Shania. And he walks into the pod with Natalie, and he, he doesn't he can't see her. And he goes, "Who is it?" And she doesn't even reply. And he goes, "Oh, Shania, I was hoping it would be you." Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, me and Tika are just side by Wait, side. Wait, it wasn't her, like, right? It was not Shania. It was yeah. Natalie. He's just like, "Oh, I was hoping it would be you." And she's sitting there like, "This guy's so fucking stupid." Yeah. Like you don't even know who it is, and you're telling her, "Oh, it was just it was miserable." Just yeah. Miserable. Cringegasm. Mm. I like that. Did you go mm. oh, when you did it? Yes. Yes, I did. You did. Yes. You did. And he did it twice. He did it. He did it a second time. He did something very similar, um, where he just like he doesn't know who it is, and he takes a guess. This is the stupidest thing you could possibly do in that situation. Just stop guessing. Just let them. Yes. Let them say it. Yes. You're digging yourself a hole. Oh, like, I, I I could go on and on. I'm sorry. Uh, but oh no, I love it, this kind of television. I live for this kind of television. Well, there's one thing that actually stuck out in a personal way, um, because in the last episode, you and I were talking about my recent, um, let's say, struggles and growth with Tika. And I mentioned that she researched love languages, and we found love languages and all that. That actually got mentioned. Did you recall? uh, Yes. Yeah. So he's a guy, the same as me, he needs to be told he, he wants praise. He wants compliments. He wants validation verbally. Now, she struggles very hard with that. And it was very interesting to watch them interacting ju- like very shortly after me and Tika had this conversation where like Tika was never like her. Okay, so, so let me just explain real quick. This girl, I've seen this before. Uh, my personal analysis is that She's actually insecure. She thinks that it's so obvious that this guy's hot, that he doesn't need that. Instead, she does the opposite. She kind of brings him down a little bit with her jokes. Yep. So there was this one moment where he's on the beach and she's like, take your shirt off. And then he takes it off and she goes, put it back on. That would fucking kill me. Here's the thing. (laughs) That would kill me. She thinks it's obvious that he's ha- he has a good body, so she's trying to take him down. But he actually, he's not that confident. He's confident, but he's not that confident. He wants his partner to support him. So it's this very interesting psychological dynamic where he wants words of affirmation from her, but she does the exact opposite. Yep. And uh, I see this being a huge problem for their future. I'm only in episode four right now. But it was really interesting to see that dynamic play out and be like, huh, me and Tika kind of, we kind of saw this hurdle, not in the same way. I mean, she, she was never like that. But we, we learned and kind of grew from that. Whereas these people, uh, I don't know, they might be doomed. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, given the fact that they've known each other for two weeks tops and they're planning a wedding, I feel like they're all doomed. The stakes are too high, man. How about the guy's shake? First of all, he goes by Shake. Yeah. See ya. You go by Shake. Bye. 
What is Sheikh? I mean, we might be being racist right now. Maybe that's a normal Indian name. I don't know. No, that's not his actual name. His actual name, I don't know, but he goes by Sheikh and he's also a house yeah, DJ. Yeah, it's like Abi, Abi Shashi or something like that. It's yeah. with an A. And he's a house DJ. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Bye. Dude, I loved his 180 too because when he first saw her, so he proposed, right? And they see each other. And he's maybe he's just really horny, or I don't know. He's, he's fucking like, horned oh my up. God. He's fucking horned like, up. That guy. He grabs like, her ass. You're so hot. He's like, oh my god, you're so hot. You're so beautiful. And he's like grabbing her ass and shit. Yeah, like right away. Uh, that's a bold move. Whether you're engaged or not, it's your first time seeing the lady. Treat her some. Treat her with some respect. I agree with you, but he got lucky. She liked it. She even said, "Like I like that." Mm-hmm. Then, what? A couple days later, or some shit. They're on their honeymoon. And now he's not attracted to her. He's like, there's like, no physical attraction. Like, dude, what? I don't know if you've gotten there yet, but he's like, oh, she reminds me of my aunt. I haven't seen that, no. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Spoiler alert. Man, I don't know. I I, I mean, I don't want to be like that shallow comparison guy, but like, she's not bad and he's not that great so like i think he's handsome she's she's all right she's hot that's that's a better way of saying it yeah he's a silver fox but this might be one of those chemistry compatibility things like maybe um because i think we've talked about this before like you, you sometimes you meet this really hot chick but you got nothing for her um maybe that's what's going on maybe maybe their pheromones just don't mix in some way or just, something but just not working he's, he's not feeling her and it's no. kind of sad i'm excited for you to finish the show the reunion yeah, you're already done yeah the reunion march 4th that's what i'm most excited for to see which couples actually agreed to getting married and sticking through it to see if they're still together and what problems they're having and also maybe that's it maybe that's all i'm looking forward to <laughs> yeah, now that maybe that's all I'm looking forward to, dude. This audacity well, recording looks like fucking shit. I'm looking at it right now, and usually it's like the steady bars, but there's like a bar like this in the middle, and then just like a little up and down on each side. So we might be... test for one second. Test. Mine looks okay. Well, Maybe yours is—it's just on my end. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to listen to it afterwards, but whatever. Sorry, Jake. Maybe we'll just have to use the audio. Speaking of Jake. It's his birthday. Well, late birthday. Yeah. We want him to be with us. He had other arrangements. Jake, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we love you. And we wish you Yeah, well. happy birthday, Jake. You had a very late dinner and we totally understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't want it, but go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead. We'll talk about it. Just, I just wish Jake was here, and I, to be honest with you, I don't understand why he's not here. It's um, maybe it's a communication thing we got to work on, but uh, but yeah, we love him. He does a lot of stuff for us. Um, and he's a yeah. he's a massive member of this podcast. Without him, I don't know where we would be right now. Who knows if we would I even made it a year without Jake? We probably wouldn't. How, how would we actually? No editing, and we probably would have been canceled already. A lot of stuff we shouldn't have said. I mean, I got nothing but love and appreciation for him, but I'll say it like this: I, I don't know why he's not here. I'm not sure if he was feeling it. Hmm. 
but it would be nice to see his face. Hear his voice. He's handsome. He's so handsome. That's a he's nice so aesthetic. handsome. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we move on. It's okay. We move on. Yeah. It's okay. Dude, I- I'm feeling drunk. definitely going to clip that. You're feeling drunk? Yeah. Well, I was just about to suggest. Fuck it. 50th episode. Episode 50, so we got to do 50 shots by the end, right? That's going to kill me. Yeah, no, we'd both be dead. Oh, man. I hope no one... Okay, so I want to point this out, too. The seat... People are going to think I'm a big leg. Oh, he has a race car seat. He's fucking 30. Fuck you. It's not. It's just a, it's a gaming chair that's comfortable. Okay? I have a pillow for my neck. I've got lumbar support. I don't want to hear anything. So... I got I to gotta stop you right there. You are showing a lot of self-consciousness. I'm so insecure, it's unreal. Personally, I've seen that gaming chair so many times, I would never think anything about it. And I'm pointing it all out. I highly doubt that almost anyone would say anything or think anything about that. But you're getting mad at people that haven't even done that yet. I'm pre-mad. I'm pre-mad. You're showing a lot of, yeah, there, there's a lot of insecurity there. And I totally get it. But, uh, man. All right. So we're going to take the shot, and then I'm going to go off a little bit on my insecurities, okay? Please. Please. Cheers. Wait. Oh, man. Okay. So I've noticed... Not noticed. Okay, so I play soccer on Wednesdays. Right? I don't know if I already brought this up. I may have. We talked about it. Um, soccer, but not what I'm about to talk about. Oh. So there was one week before I played. I don't remember why, but I had had like a few drinks before we played. It's not like a serious league. It's like whatever. Co-ed. Whatever. And when I have a few drinks before I play, I am night and day as far as skill and competence. Did you play better? Did Way better. Right? Way better. Yeah. Um, I don't have the confidence in myself playing when I don't have the liquid courage. Mm. So I notice a massive difference in like what I'm willing to try on the field. Cause before it's like, okay, don't give me the ball. Don't give me the ball. I don't want to fuck up and look like an idiot. And then when I have that drink, I'm like, give me the fucking ball. I'm going to go do this. And then I'll do something. And I'm like, wow, I should do that more often. And I realized it's when, if I drink before my games, I'm way more confident. And it's definitely like a massive self-confidence issue. I don't want to bog this down with something that doesn't really matter, but I am curious. What are you doing exactly? Like step overs or some fancy? What is it that you're trying when you're drunk that you don't try? Even like having the ball rather than just getting the ball and passing it immediately. I'll try to get by someone. I'll try to make somebody. I'll take like a different touch and dribble. Yeah. Mm. Like because before it's just like get the ball, pass it. Don't look like an idiot. 
Um, I'm sorry if you mentioned this. I don't think you did. You're not on any medication right now? No. What? <sighs> I don't think even if my therapist thought I should be on medication, I would get it because she knows my family history. Well, the thing is, the first thing I thought of was beta blockers. Have you ever heard about that? If, no. So, like beta and al- beta male, alpha male, it's going to make me an alpha male? Is that what you're saying? It's actually a perfect way to think about it, even is though this, that's is not this what some I think it pop is. Psych? Pop, not pop psych, pop science. No, bro, science. I think I think it's I think it's just uh, anxiety medication. But I'll have to Google this. But they call it beta blockers, and a lot of people, even without anxiety, take them for specific high anxiety situations. So, for example, if you're having a big speech, you take beta blockers, and it blocks your beta ness. <laughs> you become a sigma, dude. You become fucking sigma quick. No, seriously. Okay, so beta blockers uh, are a class of medications predominantly used to manage abnormal heart rhythms. Uh, okay, that's not what I thought. They, they block adrenaline, uh, the hormone that triggers your fight or flight response. So I do think it's related to anxiety. In any way, the, the reason I'm bringing up, the reason I've heard about it is because some people use it for presentations. They take beta blockers and all of a sudden they're not super scared um and and i I think that's what alcohol is doing for you i think it's i think you've got these inhibitions uh about how people are looking at you 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 drink the alcohol and all of a sudden you don't give a fuck and now you're you're unlocking your own potential and skill which wasn't available to you when you were so self-conscious yeah no that makes complete sense and in the grand scheme of things thinking about it like no one's watching me or gives a fuck what I'm doing. Maybe my own teammates, but at the same time, who gives a fuck? But it's not something I can just ignore because I feel like I have higher expectations for myself, even if it's something as stupid as C-League co-ed on a Wednesday night. Dude, I'm, I'm right there with you um, because I think we've talked about this a few times. It's like the difference between being able to logic your way through it versus the difference between being able to actually do it. So again, back to Love is Blind and Tika. We were talking about that same chick that's a nightmare, the one that's uh, super negative, right? Yep. And Tika said something like, well, why can't she just be more positive? And I was like, okay, Tika, I actually love this about you. You have no idea what she's going through. Yeah. Because... Telling her to just snap out of it is like telling you to just snap out of it. It's not that simple. No. You it's just, different for every person. You have no idea yeah. the different things that are going into it that are leading to those feelings. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, no, no negative to Tika. I just think she's never been there. I, I think she's a very healthy person emotionally. Yeah. So I, that, I think that's all that says her, is that she is yes. healthy. That that means yes. like she's living a good life in her head. Yes. But if you have been in one of those rabbit holes, you know it's not that simple. And uh, what you're talking about right there, you're talking about the same thing. Like logically, it's just co-ed. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, absolutely. But in the moment, 
dude, that doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It's just like it's just like being in high school and doing a presentation. Like there, there's no consequence whatsoever. You could bomb this presentation, or you could kill it. It doesn't matter at all. And maybe you even know that, but in the moment, you feel like you're gonna die. Yeah, I threw up for my capstone presentation. There you go. There threw you go. up. You feel like you you feel like here's a bunch of people. Whether they like me or not is my life. And I mean, I, I don't know. This is this is one of those pop psych things, but it could go back to the whole tribe idea where your your whole life is with fifty people, maybe. And if if they don't like you, they kick you out. It could be something like that. I don't know. But either way, that's what it feels like. And sometimes that's what it feels like in, in all situations with, with social anxiety and things like that. It's like, if I make a fool of myself, if this person doesn't like me, I will die. Or, or, or something like that, right? You're, you're, not, you're not even thinking about life or death. You're just thinking, like, it matters yeah. so much. Dude, you want to talk social anxiety? If I'm at, like, a crowded bar and I have to go to the bathroom and I don't know where the bathroom is, I won't go. <laughs> yeah. I'll because I don't want to be the guy even if it's at like a restaurant I've never been to like I don't want to get up and walk around and look for the bathroom and then have to track back and then go back around and then be like oh where's the bathroom and they go oh it's actually this way I don't no thanks that's a problem yeah. I don't like having that yeah dude and that's that's exactly what I'm talking about because somebody who doesn't experience that would just say dude just, just ask, go to the bathroom just find it just ask someone where's the bathroom Asking someone a question in a store gets my heart pumping. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem. I get it. I get it. Uh, man, so you've held it. Just, yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll join you. I'll tell you mine. Um, I got, uh, I've got that pee shyness. Really? Oh, yeah. Real hard. So hard. Yeah, go ahead. Next time you visit, you're going to come to my house. You're going to use the bathroom. I'm going to stand there. And I'm going to look directly at your cock. And I'm going to watch. I had it at your house. Really? I was your in your house. Room. Yeah, but the so here's the thing. It's, this, it's the same type of thing. It's like logic goes out the window. And okay, no, no, here's what it is. Here's what it is. One of these conditions, it makes you focus on all the negatives that feed into your insecurity. Yeah. And deny. So what I was thinking when I'm in your bathroom, I'm like, dude, the acoustics right now. You're thinking about the acoustics. He can hear me pee. It's a weird, weird thing, man. So for me, the pee shyness, if I'm in a, like a loud bathroom. And most bathrooms uh, are. If you're in a public bathroom, there's, the acoustics are not great if you have pee shyness. Yeah, you can hear each other. I, I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. I've tried to examine it from my past. But if, if I'm like, let's say I'm in a quiet bathroom with one other guy. I'm not going to be able to pee. Because I'm going to think like he's paying it. He, my mind goes like he's paying attention to me. If I don't pee, it's weird. And for some reason, I, I can't pee. And it, it's like it's fucking it sucks. So, so it to, sucks. To, to, to go to go along with what you're talking about, your own problem. My own problem is sometimes I'll go to a bathroom and like it's not ideal for me. 
I, I'll leave the bathroom without peeing. Wow. Sucks. That's awful. Sucks. And there's so many times in my life where I've, I remember in college, I was, uh, most of my classes were in this business building at URI. I forget the name of it. Ballantyne? Yeah, Ballantyne. Anyway, there was one bathroom that was a nightmare. It's like a public bathroom and there's like a few stalls, few, few, it's, it's just, uh, it sucks. But then there was like a private bathroom on the fourth floor. I am a master at finding the perfect bathrooms. Oh, dude, I'm sure you're fucking, I yeah. say Tom Clancy, but he wrote like, that's the, that's the, <laughs> I'm the Tom Clancy of bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would know, okay, if I got a, if I got a piss, I'm going to this bathroom because, okay, here's the thing, right? Maybe this bathroom is going to be okay, but maybe it won't. So I'm not going to take that chance. I'm going to go to that fourth floor bathroom. And, uh, and again, like back to the thing, like if you don't have this problem, it sounds ridiculous about that, but it sounds ridiculous. No, but it's not. Cause there are people that have that. It sounds like, Oh, I could pee no matter what. Like I'll, I'll pee louder to assert dominance. Yes. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, and in another parallel, this is perfect. Actually, alcohol does that to me when I'm a little bit drunk. Uh, that problem goes away a bit, uh, not totally. But I, I will think that I'll be like, oh, I'm going to piss louder. I'm so cool. I can pee like it's. Yeah. yeah. And so al- alcohol dulls that inhibition part of your brain. And it does that for me, too. Have you talked about that in therapy? No, I think you should. Yeah, maybe you probably haven't thought about talking about it in therapy. I don't know if it's something that happens to you all the time now, but it's something that you should definitely talk about in therapy. Dude, it's one of those things where if I'm going to like look at a new place, um, it's a it's a huge consideration. So, for example, bathrooms with a vent, you know, you turn the light on and the vent starts. That's excellent because it, 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 it provides background noise. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Whereas if it doesn't have. So me and Tika went uh, we went to Ubud. Different part of Bali. Not interesting. No, I'm bored. I'm bored. Move on. Super weird hotel room design. The bathroom was not separated from the other room. There was, there was a wall. There's no door or anything. And the bathroom faced the outside window. It's a nightmare. It's just like... So even with Tika, who like totally accepts me, loves me and everything. Who has seen your like, dick. Oh, yeah, many times. Yeah, many times. <laughs> yeah, she's seen your dick at its best there's and no at logic. its worst. There's no logic to it whatsoever. Yeah. Goes out the window. Yeah. Wow. That's something else. Yeah. I feel for you. Hey, thanks, man. I have, a fr- I have a friend who has this thing about pooping in public bathrooms, won't do it. Just completely. Mm. Like, we were on a bachelor party. This is so funny. Uh, we're on a bachelor party. On a bachelor party? Does that make sense? Yeah, whatever. Um, and the bathroom in the main area doesn't have a lock on it. And this mm. guy's got extreme poop shyness. He does not want people seeing him while he's doing his business. Won't even go in a public bathroom because there's no, like, it's too open. Mm. And we're all wasted. He's taking a shit. And no one knows he's in there. And one of our friends opens the door while he's taking a shit. There's no lock on it. And he's shitting on the toilet. Like, say the toilet is this way straight. Like, if I want it shitting, he's sitting (laughs) this way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And my buddy walks in, slaps him on the back, goes, you're going to be all right, and just walks out. Oh, what an asshole. He probably (laughs) set him back so hard. Oh, I know. 
the guy's asshole probably just closed up. Oh, dude, right? if he had poop coming out halfway, it's back up. But man, that's 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 a great thing. So I don't know why, but I don't I don't have that. <clears throat> so I can I can shit no problem. Public. What if, it, what if it's a gassy? Around? What if it's a gassy shit? No problem. You'll fart. And- no problem. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's got to go back to childhood. I think I must have been kissing one time, and maybe my parents or somebody else is like, you know, bad, bad boy. Or so, I don't yeah. know. But whatever it is, it, it's not that, – that's the whole point of this whole thing. It's not logical at all because why is that one thing a problem and this other thing isn't? It's the same thing. I don't know. Man. Weird. That is wild. That really is wild. And yeah. I don't envy you at all. Sucks, dude. So we just aired out our insecurities. I think it might be time. Another shoddy shot. We said this was going to be a drunk podcast, and I'm not. I'm probably bust. I'm bust. I'm definitely in there. I'm in the pocket. You're in the pocket? Hmm. You look like you're in the pocket. I'm going to be honest. Your eyes have gotten a little more squinty since we started. All right. So we'll close this. Two hours, 13 minutes. Kyle, any closing words? No, it's, it's, hey, what do you want from me? Nothing. You've given everything, and I love every second of it. There you go. I love you, too. I love you. Bye, everybody. This is life being bound to love.